somewhere deep in the depths of the ocean. Far, far deep into the temperate to tropic waters, there is Turritopsis dorney, otherwise known as the immortal jellyfish. Second class creature to this podcast only. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hell is a Turtle. <laughs> oh my god, my name is Fox Evans, and this is the podcast that lasts for the rest of your life. Uh, we are going to talk about what movie? Uh, that would be Atlantis. I think you mean it went. Atlantis. Uh, this was guys? my pick for... Huh? I said, who are you guys? Oh, I'm Dade. This was my pick for the month of August, right? No, for the month of July. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, oh, I muted cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We'll cut this out. Go. Just hit the... Yeah, you got it. Okay, carry on. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, we were introducing ourselves. I just said my name. Okay. <laughs> God. What's up? My name is Brett. This is the podcast that I do, not the other ones. What other ones do you do? I don't do other ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? It's uh, not any of the other podcasts. It's the podcast that Brett does. Oh, right, right. So oh, 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 okay. I see. I see. You might have heard me on some of the other ones, but well, one of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Cole. Short for Colacanthus, a fish. Is that the coelacanth? They literally yeah. stole my thing. That's like number ah! the only thing. It's the only thing that I have as the far as notes go. The fucking coelacanth. What? The only thing? Yeah, I didn't take notes. I love the coelacanth because it's the most fuck you fish ever. It is a big fuck you fish ever. <laughs> well, I don't know what that fish is. And Let I me don't... give you a quick rundown on what the coelacanth is. Hey, remember Mr. Whitmore's house where there's that big fucking freaky ass fish tank? Oh, yeah. He's got a couple of them in there. Which is great because one of my first points that I got into the notes. We're jumping into the notes now. Uh, that fish was thought to be extinct until 1938. And this movie takes place in 1914. So, holy shit, that man got some extinct fucking fish. Yeah, and didn't tell anyone? Yeah, and yeah, so, of course he wouldn't. And <laughs> they were trying to demonstrate that he was more about discovering the world's secrets and not necessarily about revealing them to, to the world. They were trying to paint him as a good character. Interesting. Or not necessarily he, a good or, character, but like more of a collector of eclectic goods. We'll obviously dive more into like the themes of the movie that are like prevalent from the get-go, but I see what you mean, like aligning him less with the antagonistic forces that we see in the movie and more with Milo, who is just trying to can I, see an experience. Can I fucking blow your mind right quick? Yeah. Sure. I've got a wild theory about this. Okay. That I, I think I want it to be wrong, but uh -huh. it's right. Uh, I'm willing to say for the first half of this movie, Milo is an antagonist because he does believe in finding this power source and bringing it back to the world. Yes. he's. But he doesn't know that the power source is what it is. He's so, also a good-intentioned antagonist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's like the... I feel, I feel like any person intruding... Killmonger kind of thing. Insert any person intruding onto a native culture is going to be... Well, and we don't have any... Well, we do. We have some sort of analog to our real life. But, like, how many civilizations have just suddenly vanished and the only thing that we have found left behind are ruins? So because, many. well, it seems to me more like what happens is people migrate to other places and leave behind old things and yeah. they get destroyed. But those people don't just disappear. 
and are expected to be dead. They just left that that one area yeah. and went to another place for any number of reasons because whole po- populations of people don't typically just evaporate into yeah. thin air. Like the, really, the only one that we can like question is like the Mayan civilization because we don't. I mean, we just don't know anything about them. Was it not just a war? I know this isn't the conspiracy podcast, I but have like, no idea. There's I don't know a slew of options. But Their calendar ended in 2012, <laughs> and their number system was base 20. Well, so here's my thing. I think that they just like no, that's roll 20. They got like 2,000 something years in the future, and they were just like, I don't want to keep going anymore. I don't want to write any more like, calendar. <laughs> we predicted. We, like, oh my listen, God. They we were just tired of doing this shit. Like, they were like, fuck, they probably, dude, how many more can we write down? What if Some the guy who guy. was doing it died? And like that was just no more. No. He was the only one who had invented numbers. Hear me out. What if it was a joke? <laughs> what if they're like, hey, somebody's going to read this in the future. You want to fuck with them? It'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> I just, maybe what they if we just out, ended it? Maybe they just like, <laughs> ran out of patience for doing this prediction. They're like, you know what? 2,000 years from now, like... That's got to be enough, right? It's got to be enough. But yeah. so I, I mentioned it because, like, what Milo is expecting as he's going into these ruins is just that, ruins. No life, no anything. He's not trying to take from anyone anything. Mm-hmm. He wants to document and right. catalog yeah. the history of these people that are to everyone no more. He and just wanted so, to bring back proof that it existed. Yeah, so I don't know if Antagonist is the right lighting to paint him in. But, because but I'm not painting him as a pure Antagonist. I'm painting him like, like Killmonger from Black Panther. Like, yes, he is technically an Antagonist, but at the same time, it's for a good cause. Yeah, or it's sympathetic. Like you can understand I the yeah, yeah. You, or or even their understand. actions are not unjust or like yeah, exactly. purely negative. Less so of an antagonist, but just more of like unintentionally causing problems. Yes, the, your typical white anthropologist. You can't yeah. really be an anthropologist without causing problems. Yeah, typical cis That's white male. <laughs> uh, there's a history, or there's a a particularly uh, rough instance of an anthropologist going down to somewhere in South America and um, just fucking some shit up with the church down there and the poor people, the poor population that lived there and were supported by the church. Did a whole thing that ended up with um, kids not being taken care of, like, at all, because they couldn't be baptized because of some other bullshit that this person did to the church. It was like her influence, her existence in this area, I'm making a long story very short, caused, like, a whole slew of problems just because she went and was like, hey, there's this, like, weird pocket of culture here that I want to, like, see and document. And it's like, okay, why? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, for who? That's just unfortunately that's every that's what happens every time someone is introduced to a native culture. A new like, idea, yeah. Like, it is the nature of observation. And unfortunately, like we have a history of doing it poorly. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, it's also like humans inherent want to explore. Yeah, there, I, the thirst for knowledge. I don't question anyone on what they know because I think they're wrong. I question them because I. Need to know. I want as information. As, as soon as Milo figured out that like there was like people living here, and he was like, "Okay, well, we shouldn't." Yes, yeah, tune change. Super we shouldn't fast. do that. We shouldn't do that. Dude completely understood that these people like, these needed to be protected. And yeah, it was also and were like, alive even before he realized that it was 
like their life source. He was upset at them because like they were destroying monuments and mm-hmm. doors and things like that that yeah. were there for a reason and were there that were like man-made and precious. I made a bridge. It took me what? 10, 11 seconds. I love that guy, by the way, whose name I suddenly Vinny. can't remember. His Vinny, name is yeah. Vinny, the flower shop guy. <laughs> the, the flower shop guy. <laughs> we watched the second one, or really, I watched the second one, and I have some I words. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get we, there. We, let's, let's, <laughs> the we, second we opted one, not to watch the second no, one. No, we are going to put a pin in the second one until next year. Oh, no, don't that do that to me. I'm the only one is. who watched it. I watched I a portion. It looks fucking awful. <laughs> it was fucking it gets better in the second half. It I just gets better believe. for no reason. The writing just comes together. Okay, but like, <laughs> does the animation improve? No. Okay, then I don't want to watch it. It looks dog shit. I'll tell you that much. It, does. it, it is, is bad. I couldn't find anything about a budget, it's but it so had to be. It was straight to DVD. It was it's, supposed to be a TV show. Oh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's three condensed stories in a movie. They had to animate. Mm. I'm forcing you to together. know. I'm like, I'm putting it out there. I can't just be the only person to know this information. So I had really mixed feelings going in to all of this about the professor guy. I, I just whatever his not the professor guy, the, the, the rich man. No, Whitman? Uh, Mr. Whitmore? Wh- Whitmore? Whitmore? Because like. He's like, yeah, this is the group of Walter people. White. Go and go explore with this group of people. Here's all the money to do all this thing. No, 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 he no. You missed all it. those people you were it. shitty. No, you missed it. That's the same group of people that went and found the the journal. I didn't miss that. Iceland, I'm very yeah. aware of that. But so, they weren't shitty then. But at the end, are you sure? Well, I, they it even seemed said like... themselves at one point, you know, when, when they're all sitting around the fireplace. And Milo's like, you know, talking about how it's about exploration and learning. And he's like, or just maybe about the money. And, and then all of them are like, like yep, money, money, money. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like Whitmore would have known or should have known these people. And like, they're just a crew. Yeah. Like they, they are just there to do their job in, in my eyes. Like I, yeah. you, and they changed their minds when they, when push came to shove and they oh, saw what was happening. Except for that one fucking jackass. Well, yeah. No, Rourke is a military yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Rourke. Yeah. Uh, Rourke reminds me of uh, of just like Jordan Bong Strangle, like yeah. or any other fucking the uh, you know what's his name Kent the, so- something the... the jerk dude in the Iron Giant. Yeah, Adrian, oh my God, yes, yes, literally yes. Holy fuck. I forget what his name is. It's but like I the what same looks fucking like. character. It's the same dude. How did you do that? That's all I could think about because it's just like he's that one dude that's dating. What is it? Hogarth's mom or something? Yeah. Or he's trying to. He's trying to date Hogarth's mom. He's trying to get in there. Did we put Iron Giant on the list? No, right? We we should have, but we shouldn't have because, like, I cry every time I watch it. I'm going to hit you hard with my first note. It's, um, I mean, this is, like, S-tier journalism right now. Okay. Uh, my first note is Zoom Zoom Skyfish. Hell yeah. Because Zoom Zoom Skyfish. My favorite scene in this movie is whenever he, uh, Whenever they're turning on all of the uh, cars, and Vinny goes, uh, "Do you have something sporty, sporty like a tuna?" I, I, my first note, and I like, it just got me thinking about movies in general. How many movies start with a like some form of a nuclear explosion going off, oh like God, something so that many. resembles a nuclear explosion? So many movies. Just start with this massive dome opening up. You've got Akira. You've got Atlantis. I'm sure Terminator's in there somewhere. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet begins right. with an explosion. Like, Do it. Wow. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. 
It was kind of a trope at the time. It seems to be at least. Well, it was like, how can we properly animate this cool ass big mushroom cloud and make it look appropriately <laughs> awe-inspiring? I mean, and the horrifying? animation is just so yeah. fucking fascinating. Well, fascinating is a great word to use because I was looking at it and honestly, they fucking it feels like the movie has ADHD. It feels oh, yeah, it 100%. feels like the animators are like amped up to 11 because everything is so fast and kind of hard to everything is like hard angled but like also so like fluid in its hard angle like, like jeremiah like dr sweet his specific mouth movements and like any of milo's movements really it's just like all like hard pinpoint like angles and then just like the weird mix of the soft like mesh that sort of Brains. flowy, like fluid, like body movements it's they so give weird. their it's characters. Like, it's like a movie that's animated, but also in sixty FPS. Yes, <laughs> I loved the uh, the guardian scene uh, that whenever they're first trying to get into that tunnel to go yes. into Atlantis, and they're being attacked by that the Leviathan. Leviathan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What did I write? Um, it's a big lobster. This the fucking submarine that they go into is a fucking star destroyer. Like yeah, it has everything, and it's so cool. They have like fighter pilot, tie fighter submarines. Where is that, that can... technology at today, my friend? Oh, because I want that. We don't know what the U.S. military has. Don't get me started. They have sonic weapons. Why do we need? Why things? do they have sonic the hedgehog? They they, <laughs> they made him. Yeah, they have <laughs> a knuckles weapon. Too. They made him. Um, but I I also I thought it was very uh. I don't know. It's just a nice touch that when the Leviathan shoots a massive laser through the submarines, the submarine, and it like cuts a hole through it. There's a like choir of angels. Oh my god, that was one of the best pieces of like laser animation and sound like I've ever seen. Actually, like all of the lighting effects, all of the fluid effects, all of like it's very, very well done. I like to imagine that the first laser that humankind actually does come up with like that, it does make that sound naturally. It doesn't make a booming sound. It doesn't make a some uh, some biblical shit, honestly. (laughs) So speaking of the Leviathan. One of my favorite lines in this movie is, again, from fucking Vinny. Homie just has good one-liners. Sure, in this one. Uh, where he's like, <laughs> when they're talking about the Leviathan when, before it attacks, he's like, with that, I think I'd have a white wine. Yes, yes. <laughs> Such a good line. And then, and then, like, minutes later, Audrey's like, it's made of metal. <laughs> it's a robot. It's a machine. Uh, Milo is such a twink. Like, I put on here that he's an e-boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the opening scene where he is presenting to like the dolls or whatever and like practicing his love it. And then I also I I wanted to cry whenever they sent down those tubes, like saying that his meeting had been changed. And then like <laughs> he is late now late for his meeting. I'm so glad you mentioned that because the board members are some fucking evil, evil ass people. They just don't believe him. Like, I, they think he's, they think he's crazy. Well, and like they work at a museum and then they treat folklore and history from like old cultures as like meaningless and not well, worth yeah. investigating. So it's just funny. They don't think that it's real. So they don't consider it like a folklore or a well, culture. And then or like, like later thing. in the movie, I think it's, who says it? I think it's Rourke where he's like, if uh, museums 
gave back all the all the, yeah, everything in that. their building, you'd just be left with an empty building. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they but like also, he's like, right. To be fair, you know, before the colonizers, mm-hmm. before they all came to the new world, you know, they didn't know that fucking bison were a fucking thing. Yeah. Why would they? Like you can't yeah. just say something's fake. Like <laughs> but there were there were tales of bison because we all know that like Leif Erikson made his way over here beforehand True. and did through the north spread tales of bison. Interesting. Okay, but like right now, active opinion Buffalo. Brett is is Atlantis real? Was Atlantis real? Do you know? Do you have an opinion? Well, we know now that Atlantis was most likely real. I mean, they claim in the movie that Plato wrote something about this. Yeah. That Plato and they Plato was really a real person a who wrote things. things. <laughs> well, I mean, sure, but Plato did actually write something about Atlantis. That is real. I had to look it up because I was like, they wouldn't yeah. just throw that. Yeah, in there right. For that nothing, wouldn't right? just be. Yeah. So he did actually write about Atlantis as, but he wrote about it as a fictional place. So, like, as an idealized yeah, society, exactly. that's that makes sense. It's, that makes sense. As like a utopian society. Yeah. What What would it look like to me, a person living in whenever Plato fish cars? Lived? Yeah, fish, fish cars. cars. <laughs> well, I don't think that was actually in uh, fish, fish cars. Fish planes. I, I'm actually curious. Next plane. year, next year, part of my going through Atlantis will be reading Plato's historical account of. Atlantis. Oh yeah, oh, no, I definitely plan Perfect. on doing some studying. Oh, I want to read this. that just for fun. Hey, can I talk about my favorite character? Mole. Vinny. It's Mole. Yeah. God, <laughs> I fucking Mole is. You disturbed it doubt. <laughs> it's time to dig. What a special little. Man. What a trash character, and also the best character, all at the same time. Great. Multiple times have I been horribly upset with Moliere, but then at the same time, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, Mole. <laughs> Every time, okay, so at the beginning of Atlantis, whenever, or not, I guess, like, three quarter, whenever they meet the Atlanteans, and Mole, like, goes up and says an inappropriate thing to a girl and gets slapped. Love it. In the second movie, they call back that gag. Oh, do they? He does it to three girls at one time, and they all chase him. And then they start beating him up, and then he runs away, and then it runs with him back on screen, and then they all three get him, and they start dragging him off screen. He's giddy. I love that. (laughs) He does uh, kind of take center stage for one of the story beats in the second movie. Oh, do we? And he, he's like, the the main reason they succeed in resolving the issue with the native spirit that lies there. Sadly, man knows his dirt. I love man do know his, his dirt. eyes. Yeah. I do, oh too. Oh, my and God. Those are so fucking cool. Like, I don't he, know like, how they pull off the... The animation for that, yeah, but I like it when he like zooms into the the speck of dirt. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what I was about to say. Didn't someone push them in at one point during the movie, like sort of like a a, like a gag, like a Marx Brothers, right? That's who they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like why I oughta fucking (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Three Stooges. That's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's like Groucho Marx, and I don't know the rest of their names. They all are very literally Zippo is yes, they all end all day though. Chico is one of them. You have disturbed the dirt. You have disturbed the dirt. I would feel disturbed. England is not supposed to touch France. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was hilarious. And his ability to tell where things like 
where people are from and their you have fucking it. like jobs from dirt. He can oh, taste man it. Would, man would go nuts for isotope analysis. I like, <laughs> I like it. He like licks the little speck of dirt. And he's like a linguist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Angrily, <laughs> contempt. Oh, no, parentheses, a contempt. Yeah. <laughs> a linguist derogatory. Um, that was. Uh, what do we feel about Michael J. Fox and Chris Summer? I mean, Chris Summer, as always, is a is a treat. Chris Summer, Kita. The Kida. voice of Kita okay. and the voice of so many other things. Oh, yeah? What else does she have voice Number of? five in Code Zinc Kids Next Door. Okay, love her. Yes. Yeah. Cool. She's the voice of young Vectus in Te- My Life as a Teenage Robot because um, Vectus, I think, was at one point voiced by, uh, what is her name? Same voice as Yzma. Oh, no. Oh, I can't her remember name. her name either. I know who you're no, talking about. No, she's Madame Zeroni. Who is she? Fuck. Wait, Madame Zeroni and Yzma are the same person? Yeah, Madame yes. Zeroni and Madame Zeroni is the voice of Yzma. That's fantastic. That's Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt yes, thank is you. also the voice of Vectus, and Kree Summer voices a young Vectus in My Life as a Teenage Robot, and she's also the voice of Kida. I love Kida as a character in general, though. Yeah. Because... <sighs> okay. Are you, you know where, where I'm about to go with this. Where Maybe? are you going with and this? And it's... There was like a push during that time to have like strong, independent female roles. But what I love about Akita is they didn't push that on us at all in there. It was just assumed. Yeah, that was her that was her natural. They didn't state. overdo it. And yeah. I really appreciate that about the movie. And that's something that entire era of Disney was very good about that. Like it's it's the inclusion without being pushy. Pushy. Yeah. Or um sort of trying to gain points like doing it to yeah. gain yeah to try to score because that's what it, it starts to feel like i think in later years or at least that's the sentiment i see reflected online um uh, especially from a lot of the lgbtq spheres yeah. is mm-hmm. like it feels more like you're just trying to gain something than you are actually trying to write a story and are not concerned with the type of person it uh contains because yeah. And like Atlantis is, a, is like a choice pick for like if they wanted to point to a movie of, of an example of gaining points. Look at the whole fucking team that like oh uh, yeah goes on the adventure. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Which, which I thought all... you were. I thought you before you said goes to the adventure. I thought you meant behind the. the okay. no, and I was like, I did not look up the studio what? and like all the people who worked on this. But like a I'm... fucking teenage mechanic, an Italian former flower garden uh, florist running a uh, bombsman like Jeremiah Strong. Bear sweet, excellent doctor mole the creature he is yeah i was like what is oh, mole's yeah. background Do french we... that's it french yeah no no remember when they were they were talking about each other's backstories you don't want to know like, yeah you don't want to know you told, you told me. me and i didn't want to know you don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him french and i know i'm sorry it's french oh and what is that what is the old woman her she's perfect uh the one who's constantly chain smoking and talking. Oh to my me. god, I oh, love her. Yes, uh, oh, hold on. So the cast. I, up. Why do I forget? I'm her forgetting name. a lot of their names. Unfortunately, there's a lot of characters. There's good characters. Okay, I love how many side characters just like you don't see them until they die. Yeah, there's yeah, a, a, a lot of death in this movie. We've watched died in this movie. We watch Audrey close a bulkhead, and a man is still inside of that bulkhead. <laughs> we did watch Audrey essentially kill a man. We watched so many people die in that movie. Funeral scene. It's great. There is. <laughs> with one little candle. Okay, let's talk about the fact that they expected Milo to just drive a stick shift car and lead this caravan. <laughs> I don't 
no, eight. there was only so, one kind of car at the time. Either you knew how okay, to drive or you didn't. Fine. That's what let I'm me, s- let me bust out a little knowledge for you real quick on vehicles. <laughs> so this is 1914, correct, is when this all yes. occurs. Yes. So 1914, you had one option. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you had several options. You could have gone to a coach maker. <laughs> Which is like it, that. Brett? But for the working man, you had one option, and that was anything Henry Ford put out. Yeah. And boo, so, boo Henry most Ford. likely, you boo had piss. access to the Model T about the same time it came out. So, the Model T, I don't know if you've ever seen one in real life. Here. Not super easy to drive. Oh, no. <laughs> there are no pedals on that son of a bitch. It's everything is done by levers. That's so cool. So you move with the lever, you brake with the lever, and you can't do them at the same time because you'll fuck everything up. Your clutch, non-existent. One gear, baby. Haul ass or nothing. (laughs) Move or don't move. And you got to remember, too, that like at this time, suspension was not a fucking thing. Oh, God. There was zero suspension. Leaf springs had not been invented until another 20 years later. But you've got essentially what are just big bike tires that are hurtling this fucking thing along with no suspension on less than favorable terrain. Okay. So I'm just saying, but they did surprisingly well with like the modeling of the vehicles because they look, if you look at them, they look like, they look like model T's. Yeah. They look chunky. They look exactly what they would have looked like with the big canvas caravan back on them, even though they had, no power whatsoever so they wouldn't have been able to carry much or drive up those hills or drive up those hills. <laughs> okay. well, i'm just actually, saying no, the solution the solution was not to hook him to the back of the drill and make him feel like he was useless because he have was someone else the most him, important maybe. person there also really yeah. wasn't a neutral so i don't know really how they did that anyways i guess just take the drive shaft out but like <laughs> but still like. just fuck up the engine yeah, it just make it roll. I don't know. Fucking break it. But yeah, instead Audrey of teaching strangling. them real quick how to drive it, they were like, just string them along. We'll figure it make out. Make him feel like a child. This but that's man the who, whole thing, is them kind of making him feel and, yeah. second. You Infantilized. Know? Well, because, I, I don't know, honestly, if you're, if you're thinking about this, like, I don't know, from, I don't know, if I'm thinking about this from my perspective, I'm seeing that as a problem, as a red flag. I'm there, and they're treating me like this. I'm not, like, going, oh, boo-hoo. I'm like, hey. I know the shit about this place and you should. Yeah, but also like, at the same time, he's would, so excited to finally see it. I'm just saying Milo should, Milo grows a backbone too late in the movie. I mean, yeah, but also <laughs> you're underground under the ocean with all these people with guns and stuff. And uh, like, it's the discovery of your life. Fuck them. Yeah, either <laughs> you on. make this discovery or hey, you're going to die in a hole. That That's reminds a- me of, in my opinion, one of the best like exchange in lines in cinema history between the dying king and Rourke when he's oh, saying shit. like you know like we're just we're just hardy adventurers and we just want to learn he said it's strange adventures would bring guns yeah and i was like oh shit and he was like it's to remove he's any ob- right, obstacles though. in any our way any obstacles in our way Specific some obstacles word. can't be moved <laughs> i was like oh shit dog that's how you know it's getting real I'm trying to remember another line from that scene that was that hit really hard, but I can't remember it. That the whole business with with Rourke is is bad, and it really touches on the main like themes of the movie of like anti capitalism, anti colonialism. Like it's it's so weird though because it's like capitalism got them there. 
it, yeah. it got them to, as far as they needed to go. Whitmore's but fucking... It's, it's almost, to it, me, the way I looked at it, and this is just from like a political science perspective, I looked at it as it's capitalism is okay up to a certain point. I don't know. I think, I mean, we, someone kind of touched on it earlier with calling, I think it was you, with calling Milo somewhat of an antagonist in the beginning of the film because... Yeah. Like, even though, yes, I would defend his actions as being influenced by the ideas that there was nothing to disturb other than, like, information to be found and knowledge to know about history. But, like, it is still worth considering, like, whether or not he even should go down there, whether or not money should, like, be spent to venture into these areas. Exactly. Yes, but, you know, I want to just take a second we really glossed over the fact that this place is literally <laughs> under fucking ground this is some journey to the center of the earth as oh my god that Actually, movie they have a atmosphere they like have there's a like a, it literally it's just like a clouds it's in just there like a sink. is this hollow earth is a that sink what, remember what <laughs> it's an air trap it's just like a sink it's just uh he's talking whenever <laughs> he's talking about the tunnel like at That's the end right. of it, there's an air pocket because it's like a sink. Oh like, yeah, it, okay, that's what okay. He compares it to. <laughs> you but made he, it sound like he was panicked or something. I don't know. He was panicked. Uh, I don't McFly, remember, right? Like that's a yeah, yeah. yeah Michael J. Yeah. Fox. How do we feel about his performance? He did oh, a good yeah. Job. fantastic. Yeah, he I did a pretty good. Big fan of Michael J. Fox. He did a pretty decent job. We should have put uh, what is it, Werewolf Boy or whatever that movie's mm-hmm. called? Wolfman. I Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's oh, a teenager. Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Teen Wolf on the list. Was he in Teen? Yes. Not the, sh- not, the not the show. show. Not, not the, the show. show. The original movie. He oh, was yes. Teen Wolf. Yeah, he was the Teen Wolf. Got it's it. very funny. <laughs> capital, capital T, capital W, Teen Wolf. How does it compare to Wolf Cop? Uh, same principle, not nearly as gory. Wolf Knight or Laser Toy. Graphic. How does it compare to 100% Wolf? Pure 100% Wolf meat. Oh, um, funnier. But less Australian, less Australian, less funnier, Australian. less cutesy stuff. Um, okay. hey, yeah, we've gone way off track here. My boy Milo, horny as fuck. Yes. <laughs> god, fuck. Oh my god, Hell you were yeah. holding that in. You were really, you really let that some bitch fly. That was a good one. <laughs> hey, save some for me. Ew. Uh. Ew. <laughs> I hated saying it as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> can we leave this stuff in the... We can leave no. this in, right? This Just, goes in the unedited. Yeah, it's uh, the unabridged version <laughs> of How is Eternal. Just noticed the Sorry about that. No, okay, you're good. You're good. Damn. Milo is horny? Milo yes. horny, bro. I, like Milo he horny. Flips, <laughs> flips from like I mean, Helga to Audrey to Kita. To well, Audrey, to Kita. He doesn't flip to Audrey because she's a literal teenager. Oh, is she? I didn't yeah, catch she's a teenager. that. My bad. She is a teenager. Okay. Yeah, she's 17. She says yeah. that. I, uh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't and catch her, that. And her sister is a boxer. Yeah. No, he, he definitely, like, I do remember that. He, he definitely says, like, had a very friendly platonic relationship with, uh, with Audrey? With, uh, I really wanted more from Audrey. I did too. As a character, As a character yes. Yeah. I did too. It I was a really great backstory. And like, I'm glad that she was the one who stepped away from the rest like, of the group yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that at the end, because like she was the one that I was the most upset was doing because a of all the people. Thing. Right. Yeah. 
Because, like, she knows what it's like to, like, build nothing from something. I don't know. Like, she's... <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't like it. Like, I didn't like that she was... I think there was a realization, too, that it's not all about... I mean, even though money was the sole reason they were there, uh-huh. I'd like to think that, like, in the background, they had a realization of, like, we're still going to make money off of this. Like, no matter what, we might as well go out being good though i mean i why does it have to be motivated by money why can't they just have chain have had a change of heart that equated to them understanding that this culture and these people but the change of heart wasn't necessarily like well i mean yes it was a pure change of heart but at the same time they had to realize that like something good was going to come from it. Yeah. I, and it's, it it's just, kind of frustrating we because discovered fucking Atlantis. Honestly, like, some of their like changing sides is like watered down with them doing so begrudgingly and like not with the intention of doing so because it's, well, they're doing it because it's the right thing, but they're like, oh, God, why do I always have to be the good guy? Why do I, like... Well, like, it's 1914. Half of those characters are people of color or they're women or both. It's And it's 1914 and life sucks shit for That's them. True. So you know what? It sucks I to do the right thing sometimes. I am so fucking glad, though, that they didn't do the whole thing of, like, look, it's 1914. There can't be any people of color because it's 1914. Like, they no. didn't. They weren't allowed to have real jobs. Like, I hate that shit. And I'm really glad they didn't go down that route and decided to include this, like, a rainbow of a cast. Yeah. Because everyone's involved at this point. Like, and I really appreciate that Disney did that. Well, they did the right thing for once. But uh, it's like well, that, that sort of disappears in, uh, in like, yeah. the early 2000s uh, and she gets a early 2010s. problematic. And then, like, then we end up in current era of, like, what we were talking about earlier with the, yeah. like, trying to grab points and stuff. Exactly. Fucking so, um, the scene where they go into the chamber with the masks of the past kings of Atlantis. So good. So, so eerie. And it's like, yes, it's eerie and Kida in Atlantean, which, by the way, is a fully developed language, <laughs> which I did not have the time to learn uh, this year, but I will. Have you know learned what? Atlantean gonna, by next year. Yes, I will have learned Atlantean. We will have learned Atlantean learn by next year, uh, and we will deliver. We will deliver some stuff to you in Atlantean. W- Want to know what's crazy too? So the first time that I watched it was probably two days after the last episode we recorded. Nice. And I noticed ever first time ever. No, no, no. Oh, no okay, no, okay, no. okay. Just for this. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I noticed that <coughs> something that they spoke about. In the movie, when they initially meet the Atlanteans and they say, you know, he says, well, it's like a root language. So, of course, they're going to know all these other languages. And I looked it up. That was the intention. Even when they made this fucking language. Yes. They made it based off of a root language. They they went and picked words from from any other language. Other languages would take from it. It's really Whenever the first opening scene with the Atlanteans like dying, and like it, you have the translations underneath, they're all speaking in Atlantean. I really felt like I could understand what they were saying. Yeah, that was, was the idea. It was really cool. Yeah, because that's I, I don't know if you've ever heard a root language before. Like, if you ever get the chance to listen to someone speak like Sanskrit, it's the same way. Because it's like I don't I don't know what you're saying, 
but I kind of understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I can I can grasp what you're telling me. I just don't speak the language. Yeah. And obviously, more complicated concepts get lost in translation because exactly. there are intricacies of even proto languages that don't like map one to one to our grammars and to our concepts of language, but. Nonetheless, like they went into the design of the language with the idea of creating words that had root forms that would map onto root words in other languages instead of the other way around. Um, But in that scene where she's like, be not afraid, Milo, like everything will be okay," And she's speaking in Atlantean and she walks in there just before then, just before she's getting taken over by the spirit. Before she becomes Dr. Manhattan. Yes, and obliterates everyone in sight, and the movie ends right there. Yeah, Um, and then giant blue penis. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't watch Watchmen, but I know that. I forgot Atlantis had at least one dick in it. Yes, yeah, because it was a rated R movie. Disney has one rated R movie. We got real close to seeing, uh, what's this? I can't figure it out. Oh, yes, the old guy, the cook. I can't remember the cook's name. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Whit- name was Whitmore. Whitmore. Yeah, we got cookie, real close right. to seeing Mr. Whitmore's dick there for a second. When he was yeah. doing yoga. Um, yeah. I think Helga, uh, or is it Hilka? I can't Helga. remember. Helga. Um, kicks okay. a rock into the water, and the water turns, or like the lights in the room turn red. And I just imagined like a loud buzzer sound and someone going incorrect. Like, <laughs> shit, like they, they walk into the room and the, the things are just floating around and it's all blue and everything's fine. They're all like, be quiet. This is a sacred place. This is where the ancient. Incorrect. Where all of the, yeah. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> Wrong move. And then they lasers and then they all die. And so, the movie ends right, right there. Really good. Really, really good scene. <laughs> Is whenever uh, Milo's being horny and um, so horny, they go off to look at these underwater drawings. Oh yeah! And she's like, "Can you swim?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then proceeds to take him like ten minutes underneath the yeah, water. Okay, there is like, no like they don't. Yeah. There is nothing. They cut in this, and there's no telling. How long they're underwater. So he just holds his but breath like, for it yeah. keeps zooming out so you can tell, <laughs> oh, they swim far. <laughs> and Deep also too. like the speed too. I was like, is he fucking Michael Phelps? <laughs> well, like what like, the fuck? Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong 64 just <laughs> hauling ass. He's got like hair down to his ears and he's made of bones. He's got no drag weight in the water. <laughs> he's <laughs> hydrodynamic. Just hairless from here down. <laughs> I mean, he can't grow a beard, no facial hair to just, be found. Just slick. <laughs> Whenever he finds out that she is like 8,000 plus years old, and he's like, oh. He's like, damn, dude, I'm in the gills. What's up? I think what? I actually wrote my notes. My was into MILFs. <laughs> is there like a. I did. I wrote Milo Thatch, MILF lover. Or uh, uh, we'll, we'll, call, uh, we'll call her uh, Drilf, distant. Oh, no, that's, that's never mind. I can't. What, I can't what would be like ancestor? Yeah, I'd that's like what I'm. Like, yeah, yeah. Elf. It's an elf. 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 No, elf. Cat, cat eater. I'd like fuck. to fuck. <laughs> Um, also one more time in that scene where they're in the room with the floating masks and the, the past Kings. And she says, be not afraid. I wrote angel inhabits body of crush on date. Number one, be not afraid. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Oh, cool. Biblically accurate date. Nice. (laughs) When's this dating simulator coming out? I love that. They don't really explain what the fuck is going on. Well, I mean, they do kind of, but even they really don't know. The King is like, yeah, you know, in exchange for life, they they take some of our energy, and over time, they've 
it's gained its own consciousness and it will act when it sees that we are in danger and that's you know and in turn we respect it and we treat it kindly that's what that's what that's what we know and we've been sometimes, living with it for like 10,000 years so this is only a royal blood too yeah sometimes a god makes some people and sometimes some people make a god just happens and they're like this god is nice and it protects us and we it makes this. statues that create a giant blue dome over our city and then t-pose when they're done we made this oh i'm t-posing for the audience oh <laughs> but like i did write note big stone boy big stone boy <laughs> I, big stone about boys. the guardians um in the second movie, they no. discover no. that the Atlanteans had sent a stone guardian, or they call them crystal guardians. They had sent a crystal guardian Rock. to, um, I think they were in Arizona, but I, I might have the geography wrong a Why little bit. Why would they do that? There's nothing it in was, Arizona it, for people. No, they were, um, there was a hidden like Native American civilization that was underground, again, that had like Atlantean and several American native tribes like presence there. Wait, this is in the second this one? This is in the second movie. Oh, yes, second yeah. It's in like, the like, second story beat. Yeah, no, no. It's Arizona's just like the, oh, the Crystal Guardians make a, another appearance and they like, uh, they, they were apparently like emissaries this as is, part of the Atlanteans. So I did write down uh, magic shiny crack rocks. Okay, Which, yes. if you think about Elaborate. it. Did you also see at the end when all the whole like adventure group the whole had their team rocks had carved their own and Vinny had rock. a fucking earring? And Hell one, yeah. And Cookie had a tooth. <laughs> because I didn't, even see, I didn't cookie see Cookie turned it into a tooth. Because, That's awful. Into a tooth. because ice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just gotta, <laughs> just, you you gotta know. get that drip. And because yeah. it's like it, it's like just a little accessory, like it's small. You know, it's, have, I would have had my crystal made into a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would I would go scarf because I'm just kind of godly or like grill. that. A ascot. I would just you know just like mole. <laughs> just like mole. That oh, yeah. scene with them all dressed up in front of Whitmore, uh, Whitmore is is great. Like, like it's the most real. Like thing. what happened to her? I don't know. They fell into or like what happened to Milo? I don't know. He fell and died. What did you find down there? Bunch no. of rocks. Nothing. <laughs> Cookie I, constantly getting it wrong. I implore you everyone in this room and everyone listening to go to that scene because you see our boy Moliere for a split second. Yeah, then he's digging into a plant pot. I need you to go to that scene. He's so dressed up. And I need you to go frame by frame. Why? So that you can get a good glimpse of, of what Moliere looks like. Under all that because, He's got like a mop Because he has his hair slicked back. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's wearing glasses. Right? Right? Like, suddenly he looks, like, completely suave. Like, uh, a real, I guess, I don't know, a real French person. <laughs> a real white French person. French Holy shit. So French. <laughs> Only thing that's real that's French is French fries. Oh, my God. A real French person. Maybe and, French and toast. Jokes on you. All French people have crawled out of the mud. Akin to that of shrimp. No, they crawled out of the catacombs that they have below their yeah, city. Yeah, there's mud down there. The mud in the catacombs. Mud and skeletons. <laughs> the hole in, in the log hey. in the oh, speaking mud of shrimp. in the catacombs in the bottom of the city. One of, one of my favorite things that happens in this movie is the part where Kita bites the fucking shit out of that giant shrimp thing they pull out of the yeah. water. Yes, and it just like... And it just like, puts it in And Milo's just like, got the shrimp in my bag. All there's I, no bite mark. There's all no... I could think of from that was, okay, 
So I don't know if any of you have ever been fishing for squid before. I know exactly uh-huh. what you're talking about. Whenever you karate chop the squid. <laughs> you you got to karate chop a squid right behind it. It's like where the tube of its head meets its eyes. <laughs> what? You have what? to you have to literally karate chop it right there to kill it humanely. Because it immediately, instantly kills it. And like they, without their even spinal knowing. Cord or they instantly change color too. And they do. They instantly change color. They go from being, you know, like a reddish color to just translucent white. That's <laughs> so sad. It's, it's like so what? sad, but it is literally the <laughs> only humane way to put down a squid. Because they're so it's smart. Kind of, it's kind of like this videos where you're watching someone cook a lobster and you have to watch them like they just put the knife point right behind the lobster's head and then they have to quickly chop down. Yeah. And then, like, it stopped moving for half a second. Welcome to Hell is Eternal, where we talk about how to kill shellfish and squid. Like, I, this is a total detour, but I have to kill a lot of bugs at work because I I clean up a location for Damn, a living. bugs suck, though. And they do, but, and, like, I hate ants. I have a visceral, like, phobia of ants. And if I see enough of them, my skin crawls and I jump away. It, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. But I, like, I've had to kill a lot of insects, and it's been... I don't know why it's been taking a toll on me, but it has. What am I seeing here? It's, what are you it, holding this at me? This is Kita. <laughs> what does it say? It says, I I'm not like it. other girls, and it's her holding a fish it's a in her mouth. In a bikini, <laughs> it's a woman in a bikini I can only describe as goblin crawling onto the sand with a fish fawn in her mouth. It looks like she's coming out of the water. <laughs> she's coming out of the water to give you this fish. <laughs> so another thing that I wanted to point out. Oh, boy. Um, was everybody's sick airbender tattoos? Yeah, there's a guy getting a tattoo in one of the market scenes. Milo Milo gets a tattoo. Yeah, I uh, like he, which he doesn't have in the second movie. So he stays behind. He doesn't. No, he does. No, yeah, he does. He does. does. Yes, he wears shirts. I don't know why I just blindly agreed with you. I watched the whole thing. (laughs) I didn't think he had him in the last. No, he had a tattoo. They just kept showing it because it's on his shoulder. What do we think about Milo staying behind? Like I would have. Yeah. I if he was welcomed, if I would have stayed in El Dorado, welcome in the road to El Dorado. Here's the only reason why I had problems with it. Yes, it felt a little um, Christopher Columbus to me. It did, yeah, because that is now the white savior come to civilize. This is a child's cartoon we're talking about. Yes, but like in the same regards, like you don't know what diseases you have that they have never seen before oh in 1914 all of them all of them yeah but also they are this super advanced society there's that they are super advanced they do also heal and they can heal with the crystals yeah so maybe eight thousand years old yeah they live for thousands of years that (laughs) that is true it is immortality right But all the same like those things aren't considered when he just chooses to stay but also again it's a children's movie yes it's a children's movie i guess you could akin it to him staying behind because this is a culture he has been so enamored with this whole time that he's wanting to learn more well, about it and live in he it. is also the only person that can read atlantean the th- yes, atlanteans so cannot he's, and he's fallen it. in love it's not that he had like that relationship is for nothing it no, didn't yeah, come did from nowhere well like, and he even if he didn't fall in love with what's her name yeah Keita. <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling that even if Kida wasn't around, he still would have stayed. He still would have stayed because he was literally the expert in gibberish. Like, he had to be there to teach them how to... They dropped that joke. Even, like, yes, it was was not tasteful, but that was, like, that was the point. He was the only person who had respect for this culture and their language. And when they called on him a second time, they said it in irony because they understood the folly of the original statement. But also, like, wow, the writing that they included that that the, oh, the there whole was a, scene where she's like 
you you understand this? Yeah. Because I don't. Like that was that doesn't like we've been living our lives in our own yeah, society and our know, own culture without says, understanding you know, says, our own writing. You can't system. read that. Like it's your language and you can't read it. Like that's a problem. Yeah. And he and understands the disconnect. I that just would, think that's yeah. so fucking cool that they they included that because like that's happened before. Yeah. Whole writing systems have been lost. I, I mean, yeah. whole writing systems have been invented because the ones that were left in their area after colonizers arrived did not work for their languages. There's, and and I can akin this to there's a big push to kind of reteach people in the Navajo language. Yeah. Because it was lost for so long. Like there was, there was still very few people that spoke the language. Mm. And so there's, I mean, you know, within the past maybe 10, 15 years, there's been a big kick to teach these younger Native Americans their language. Because, I mean, it was it was more than likely, it was definitely documented back when it was used as, like, code transcription back in what was yeah. it, World War II. Yeah. Okay, it, it, I think that it's, is the language the I'm thinking about. where involving a Native population in a war actually had some benefit for the Because it nation. made them have to document it. They had to write like, their language down. Yeah. Which ended up helping them in the current day because, hey, it's written down now. We can learn it. And even if, you know, the speakers of this language were long gone... They could still learn the language just from the writings. And there were still people who understood the pronunciation, right? The phonetic construction yeah, exactly. of Navajo. And so the, like, there's a lot of people, like, especially amongst the Inuit tribe, like they will not let their language die. Yeah. And it's because they're trying not to fall into that same trap that a lot of these native well, populations. I mean, yeah, for the most part, the native populations had to go through with losing because it's it's almost like losing your language is losing your identity. Losing your culture. Yeah. Right? Because it's the tie to your people. Your people speak your language. Exactly. Like uh, for for as much problems as it uh it comes with uh we speak English because we are American or because we grew up in Texas and we were taught English. So that that is our tie to this land. And if for some reason the language were to be lost, we would feel confused yeah, and yeah but it's like you know it's like well, imagine english it's being held it is together a, yeah. by duct tape and dreams <laughs> it, it is, is a shitty language <laughs> it is a very very odd language but it's like you know imagine waking up one day and the spanish language is just gone yeah that, that would be like, bizarre that would be insane <laughs> nowadays yeah but back then that happened it just happened. because yeah just because like land was wanted or an yeah. area yeah was deemed well because buffalo hides were fucking wanted and then they're like, man, these things are sick, dude. We should just kill them in tropes. You mentioned, though, the, the writing in this. this uh, I thought you meant like the writing is in the script of it because there was a line in uh, by Rourke. Oh, no, I didn't. In the, yeah, yeah. There was a line by Rourke at some point where he goes, P.T. Barnum was right. Do you remember that? What a where line. He was, because P.T. Barnum was that right. That was a good show oh. that like they wrote this for adults, too. And knew exactly what they were <laughs> they like they driving were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't made uh, just for appeal. They had an idea here, and they wanted to get a point across. You should explain for the audience. Yeah, so P.T. Barnum, that, why that joke was funny. P.T. Barnum is is the circus guy, right? P.T. Like yes. I, uh, he created one of the first American circuses, and uh, in in doing so, of course, kind of popularized the the idea of carnies and of like sideshow attraction attractions, and he would treat them like shit. They were often people of color or people of other marginalized communities with or people like with disabilities and they would be mocked and made into an entertainment piece and he would belittle them and pay them next to nothing, if at all, and leave all the labor to them. 
and all in all is a bad guy and just did all of this for profit. He made a massive fortune and there's like a whole musical based on him now with our good buddy Wolverine uh, as the <laughs> yeah. as the lead actor. So I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Am I misremembering but or did they like have random airplanes at the end of that movie? They, they have planes. They had the, the uh fish ships. <laughs> It, it wasn't necessarily... No, 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 no. no. the antagonist when the, people had a little flight. Oh, when planes. the balloon Balloons. goes up. Yeah. yeah. No, the balloon goes up, and then they have airplanes. But they weren't airplanes. They were like... Hang gliders like, with propellers. On them, but yeah. of, but like, they were people on them. They were flying them. Were there people? Yes, yeah, they were the, people. the nameless soldiers. They were dying. Yeah. But airplanes But, were... like, where did they come from? Like, why did... When did they... What did they... How did... I was so upset. <laughs> there's no like, there's no room in that column. There's no way those people were flying around like that. Hey, crash into a wall even, immediately. No, 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 that's then. fine. That's when fine. Were blimps invented. I don't know. <laughs> if they want to be in close quarters flying, if they're that talented at flyers, fine. But what the fuck? Where did these things come from? How did they take off? Zeppelin. They were shooting them like a fucking rubber band. <laughs> like, they were okay. literally just kind of yoinking them out in the they air. They were just launching them. I I want to live in a world where I have access to that. <laughs> Also, the ability to like, this be is launched. Kind of pre-flight? 1914? Hold on. Okay, so Kitty Hawk, the instance at Kitty Hawk was 1903. Okay, so okay. this was this would be that would be accurate. Okay, yeah. Three yeah. years after Zeppelins were made. <laughs> okay. Zeppelin. Oh. Guys, I have a I have a hot take for you. Okay. Uh, okay. Zeppelin Hold was on. in uh, the 60s. What? Zeppelin was in the 60s. No. Okay. You know, Robert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hot take for you guys, all right? Thank you. This is actually a historical recounting of the real expedition where we went and found Atlantis. God damn it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's a psyop. It's a psyop. <laughs> Everything is a psyop when you think about it because Disney is owned by the government when you look into it. Walt Disney. When you do your, do your own research. I think you Walt should Disney, Walt Disney those two is alive. <laughs> Walt Disney is Whitmore. Oh, the government is owned by Walt Disney. Yeah. When you do your own research, when you look it up and you do your own research, look it up. You find out. You find out that Disney owns the government and Disney we went there everything. and they also did a journey to the center of the earth and they found it there and they there were dinosaurs do down there. When you look it up and you do your own research, it's hollow earth. We were right. And it's also flat, but it's also hollow. Yeah. Do your research. <laughs> do your own research. Do your own Dome, research. Dome earth is correct. Um, the firmament is real, Britain and also Earth. there's aether up there. Well, so Atlantis is clown actually... Earth. Yeah, clown Earth was my theory that I came up with in like my second or first year of college, where the Earth is actually just like a clown and rolled up into a like a fetal ball position, and then one day he will unfurl and he will just release a loud cosmic scream that will end all of us. Damn, that's well, crazy! So how clown fucking much I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Clown Earth like, was proven in 2016 whenever all those clowns were running around with knives. <laughs> and the, the giant clown nose was found in the Himalayas. It is astounding how much I hate that. You want to make it worse? You want to make it worse? The clown is hollow, but his nose is not. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's almost like I couldn't hate something more. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm baffled right now, <laughs> to say the least. But also, I, I will be seeing this clown. in my nightmares. I have a, uh, You're welcome. Okay, so I have a fun story. Would you rather me tell you now or would you rather me tell you later? Now. I need help right now. So <laughs> all I can think about is that we're clown standing. It's a clown story. On, I don't fucking like clowns. <laughs> don't know if you picked up on that little tidbit. <laughs> Fuck them. Ooh, okay, I'll tell you later. Earth. Oh, okay. fucking John Wayne Gacy head ass. <laughs> I don't fuck with clowns. 
at all. They're <laughs> fucking terrifying in every single aspect. I feel this way about horses. Okay. I might have to change and my dance. It's a different one, but horses do be kind of spooky sometimes because they got big old chompers and they, they hurt big, people. They should be eating meat. I hate that they don't. I you hate said they, they should do. be in meat? They should be eating meat. Oh. I hate that Skyrim horses. We should horses be eating have, them. We should be. Fox can eat horses. I hate that Skyrim horses have frontward facing eyes. Doesn't taste good. Well, was the horse well taken care of? I don't fucking know. That matters. I didn't get to hang out with the guy. That matters. It does matter. You I might it, have to change the movie that I picked for Halloween. You think what? I want the chicken that's like been kicked off to the it's, side of the road it's to fucking eat for dinner? It, isn't it? No. You fucking picked it. No, I was just making a joke. Because I hate that fucking it's movie. Not it. Killer that movie literally space. makes my IBS go through the roof. It's Patch Adams. <laughs> it's fucking Patch Adams. Is that a movie? I don't know what that is. It yeah. is. It's a Robin Williams, Robin Williams movie where he dresses up as like a clown and stuff and makes people laugh to make them feel better. Oh, what? It's I, actually very wholesome. Is it? But I've still fuck clowns. What yeah. Patch Adams was. Huh. And that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. Damn, callback. Yeah. yeah. So... But actually, uh, no. Do you want to know what movie it's not going to be? Um, Patch Adams. Next, next. Uh, oh yeah, for yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a not random be time. We're a couple too. of months away. Yeah, we are. A couple yeah, months we're getting away. closer. So yeah. the movie that we will not be watching in October is Sausage Party. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, that movie kind of. I fucking okay. Sucks. Look, I j- okay, okay. Look, I fucking. I had just moved to Denton. No. I was at like I was working at uh, Panera, and I had this group of friends that I had been hanging out with before I started working there. And they were like, hey, you just started working here. You know, come hang out with some of your coworkers. We're going to watch some movies. I go over there to watch some movies. We're having a good time. We're all like fucking, you know, drinking and shit. We're having a good time. And then they put on, they're like, oh, let's watch a movie together. Oh, we'll have a good time. Fucking, they put on Human Centipede. And like <laughs> 20 minutes in, everyone in the room is like, except for the person who put it on is like, hey, can we watch something else? And the guy who put the movie on was like, fucked up. and the no. guy who put the movie on was like, yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, we'll watch something that's funny and lighthearted. He put on Sausage Party. Hey, what who was then, this person? What then proceeded was the most uncomfortable, like, hour and a half, hour 45 of my life. Post-Human in- Centipede? Yes. Hey, did you see that Tom Cardi song where he collaborates with Montaigne and it's, and it's just about human centipede? <laughs> yes, it's a girl who who's really into human centipede. And that's, that's, yeah. that's really a fucking cue right it's there. Like that's a that's a that's a set list. Hey. Fucking human centipede into sausage party. It's a sausage party. Well, and it's a, like so if you have seen the movie for anyone listening or for anyone in the room, if you have seen the movie, we got to the point where she was like trying one of the girls was trying to escape and she was trapped underneath the like pool cover. Or something like that, and she had a cut. Yeah, I've never seen yeah, this. Movie. That's good. Great. Good. Savior. Keep yeah, it keep it that way. I did not get far enough to see any of the actual centipeding occur, and I have saved myself. I am good. But I did see her like try to escape, and like the other two movie. were trying to escape as well. It was it's a fucked up film. Well, so okay, <laughs> have you guys figured out what the theme is of these movies? Though? No. <sighs> I want to think that they- I have. <laughs> okay. But I know that I'm wrong. All right. That's uh, fair. I would need you to go back down the list of all of the ones that you said it won't be. And I know for a fact that you do not remember that list. So we've got Scooby-Doo, uh, Zombie Island. Mm-hmm. We've got Disney's Pixar's Cars. Mm-hmm. We have um, Stuart Little. Mm-hmm. And we now have Sausage Party. Not about mice. It's not going to have 3D animation. Or it's not animated at all. Well, Scooby-Doo. It yeah, won't be animated. True. I can guarantee you that. Well, yeah, so what? Stuart Little was not animated. 
Stuart Little. Stuart Little is animated. But it's a, it's That's a, a mouse-wearing kid clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Holy it's, shit, it's, how'd it's they a... do that? What did they do to that? Okay, well, to be fair, in Stuart Little, like, canon... Stuart is a human boy born normal, quote unquote, we except for the small fact that he is again. six inches tall, covered in fur, and anatomic anatomically I, looks like a mouse. I want to end us on one last thing about Atlantis. Okay. What's that? And that is one particular scene. At the beginning, when he puts on his grandfather's helmet, the only thing I could think was <laughs> oh. Lord Vader. <laughs> Because that is Darth Vader's fucking helmet. It and is. You cannot tell it me is. otherwise. It's the part that goes over his mask. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is 100%. Um, hey, dude. Hey. What are we, we watching next month? That's a great question. Let me pull up the list. Boss for effect. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, oh, let me hold on fuck. one more time. Barbie and the Magic of the Pegasus 3D. Coming to your studio next month. On the 11th. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the 11th yeah, specifically. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I really can't tell you how fucking excited I am to watch this fucking movie. Yeah, I've never uh, seen this before. Wait. Brett, are you going to watch it more than it. once? Yes. A hundred percent. I have to, Wolf. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely just for the sake of sanity. That's probably going to take a few watch throughs just to kind of wrap my brain around. No, what's it's happening. a great movie. It's a sit down and you can watch it once and you can intake every. But I don't think it was a movie that was designed to be dissected by four adults. Yes, it was. In in any shape or form. Yeah, it's Barbie Rapunzel's what you're talking about, or Barbie Rockstar. I can't wait to like to kind of look at the like socioeconomic background of this movie. Or the like, yeah, yeah, the political themes the political that are playing themes. out. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie's a communist. I don't really reflect don't what it's going to tell me. The Pegasus represents the labor. <laughs> I can't Arm the proletariat. That's I, what this movie says. It's so great because like, I guarantee this movie is about absolutely not wanting to destroy someone who has fucked up your entire life. Oh, so, oh, interesting. I do it's remember that. This is a movie about you, revenge. I do remember you telling us so we get to watch Barbie beg for a man to die. Yeah, you and get to watch that Barbie is kind of exciting beg, to a, me. Beg, beg a stick god to kill a man and like be so disappointed. That <laughs> okay, it I, I need you to stop there because yeah, I'm no reveling more. in this. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. All right, we got a couple of seconds to plug some stuff. Stuck in a corner, stuck in a corner, but faster. Oh my god, I really love books. Um, Penal Pest and Protection coming out in January, maybe of 2023. Maybe. I don't know. It might not. Who knows? I think it will, though. And uh, you can check out our Facebook. You can check out our Twitter. You can check out our Instagram. It's Boxed In Productions. And, you know, with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and just get the fuck out of here. And I'm going to plug Fickle Ferret because the band fucking slaps. Oh, yeah. That's a band that me and Data are in. Just got yeah. a new drum kit. Um, it's very broken. It's dank. Who were you? I'm Fox. I'm Dade. I'm Brett. I'm Macaulay Cult Gun. <laughs> and this has been. That's not how we do this. Hell is a turtle. Yeah. Back to hell. Back to hell with us. All Thanks right. for listening, y'all. Fox Den Productions. another test oh <laughs>
Oh, it Fuck. didn't. We got start a metronome to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. It didn't this start it from the beginning. Of the yeah, it just, so you're just going to have to remind four, me how to make four. it. Yeah, you just have to hit stop twice. Oh, how okay. Yeah. Noise. Um, this is not stuck in a corner. My name is not Fox Evans. I am actually on the right channel this time. My name's Dade, and this is a sound check. I need, mm, oh. My name Patch Adams. <laughs> My name is Equine Ducklings. Nice to meet you. Indiana Equine. State University. Indiana State University is your last name? <laughs> or is Equine that is it like Ducklings is my last name. Oh, I, I thought see. it was Equine Hyfling Equine hyphen Ducklings. Hyfling is my Heifling. favorite. Indiana is your middle name. Uh -huh. State University is your last name. State yeah. State Hyphen University. Dinglish yeah. Mogoon, Louisiana State University. Hyfling is my favorite race to use in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons okay. and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Let's hear it. 